Hello dear listeners and welcome to this special Sunday meditation. I am Pastor Enzo Pellini and it's truly a blessing to have you join us today on this journey of reflection and connection. Whether you're joining us for the first time or you've been a part of our spiritual community, your presence here is cherished and valued. As we gather for this moment of reflection, I'd like to share the reading for this new week. The reading for today is found in the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 9, verses 2 to 9. And we read, After six days Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain, where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. They were so frightened. Then a cloud appeared and covered them, and a voice came from the cloud, This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. I heard the question about why it's necessary to attend church, to go to church, to believe. We could conduct a Bible study on this topic and read many passages from the Bible about it. But the most important question I would ask those who think this way is, believing what? Believing whom? Perhaps they would answer, believing God. Last Sunday we talked about demons that were frightened every time they were expelled from bodies possessed by Jesus' command. And if you remember, the demons would say, what do we have to do with you, Jesus? Do not torment us. Or they would declare, you are the Holy One of God. The same demon said that. And we read also in the epistle according to James chapter 2, and it says, you believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. And uh, what we read in the epistle says that the demons, of course, believe in the existence of God, but they tremble with fear. They believe in the existence of God and Jesus Christ, but they don't obey him or are committed to God. There are many people today who say they believe in God, but what does that faith produce? If I truly believe in God and in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, and we do it out of love, that love will lead us to try to please God. How can we please God? By believing in His commands that are recorded in His Word, which is the Bible. When we say we believe in God, we are saying that we also believe in Christ, that we have accepted Jesus as our Savior and accept Him as Lord. When we talk about the word Lord, 
according to the Bible, this implies authority. Although we know Jesus is a God of love, he is also an authority, and we want to respect his authority. He commands us to follow his commands that are in the Bible. Therefore, to love God means, according to also in the Gospel of John, chapter 14 now, if we read, if you love me, keep my commands. And also in the chapter 14, Jesus says, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And the one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. What is then the difference between the demons who believe, that is, who know of the existence of God, and Christians or believers? It is that believers love Jesus. Demons hate God. There may be many reasons to claim that one can believe without going to church or without being part of the communion of saints in many people. But it is also true that if we want to believe in God, it involves love for God and commitment to Him. On the other hand, no one is forced to believe in God. You can do whatever you want in your life. But believing in God also implies surrender to God. If we conducted a survey on the streets of our cities, for example, and asked people, do you believe in God? What percentage do you think would answer affirmatively? I would say 80% or perhaps more. But how many of those actively participate in the life of faith and congregate in a church? And if not, why is that? I want to be loving to all of them with um, what I am saying and tell them that maybe, maybe they don't know it yet. But if we truly believe or want to believe, there is one more step we have to take for it, and that is to have a true relationship or fellowship with God. And this relationship will provide us with peace, with joy, life, protection, satisfaction in life, health, well-being, fullness of life, and much more. And for example, and of course, eternal salvation, all of which we call in the language of the Bible, the blessing of God. Perhaps many don't know this. There is one more step, and that is called surrendered to God, based on a relationship of trust and love for Jesus. There is a story about a little girl who was at the top of the stairs in her home and her father was downstairs in the cellar. The basement was dark, so the girl couldn't see her father from above, but he was calling her from the darkness, asking her to jump down to him. The girl heard the voice. She knew it was her father's voice, that her father was down there, meaning she believed but despite not being able to see her father because of the darkness, the girl not only believes in her father's voice, but also trusts in her father's voice and that her father will catch her. And therefore, she takes the leap, firmly trusting that he will hold her. When she jumps, her father catches her safely, so demonstrating that not only her faith, but also her trust in him were well-founded. 
And this story illustrates the nature of faith and trust. Comparing it to the faith and trust that we are asked to have in God, even when we can't see Him or fully understand His plan for us. The moral is that, just like the girl believes and also trusts in her father, we must also believe, but also trust in God and His promises, which are in His Word, the Bible. Believing in God goes hand in hand with trust, and this is called surrendering to God. When there is faith and surrender to God, we activate God's blessing in our own lives. In this time of Epiphany, which ends with this Sunday, we have talked about all the texts that mention the supernatural nature of God. Today we have read in the Gospel about the divinity of Jesus Christ. It is shown to us that Jesus is effectively the living Word of God. Moses, for the Jewish people, represents the law, and Elijah the prophets. The law and the prophets, for the Jewish people, are the Word of God. The Word of God becomes flesh, becomes human. And God himself tells his disciples, This is my Son, whom I love. Listen to him. And today Jesus invites us to truly believe and says, This is my Son, whom I love. Listen to him. What does it mean to listen? Listening in this context is to follow him, obey his word, trust, surrender to him. Where is his word? His word is recorded in the book we call the Bible. Miracles exist because God exists. Do we wish to see miracles in our church, in our community? But first we must put God first, obeying and loving him with purpose. We must abandon those aspects of our life that we know take us away from God. Many claim they don't know how to read the Bible or how to interpret it to learn to discern what God's Word tells us for our lives. Corrie Ten Boom, a Christian woman, once said, Don't worry about what you don't understand from the Bible. Worry about what you do understand and are not applying. Today we have learned something new, perhaps. God loves our willingness to believe in Him, but now He longs for us to believe with confidence, with surrender, showing our true love for Christ through our commitment to His Word. The person of Jesus Christ is the same Word of God who invites us to believe in Him as the Son of God who came to, his, to this world and will return for the second time. I wish the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. I wish you a fantastic week.